Welcome to the toilet where the Mavericks are in town. Come and have a listen and let's go flush those dollars down. <laughs> Welcome to episode 11 of FPL Toilet. This one is called Back Spasms and Hazard Chasms. Welcome to the toilet where the Mavericks are in town. I feel like it's just hit me how ridiculous that is. So Mavericks, they're in town. So they're traveling from far far and wide to congregate in a toilet. <laughs> so this is just this little toilet full of who knows how many Mavericks. They've come from across the country just to stand in a toilet. Or, you know, what are they doing in the toilet? Are they trying to pee from the most audacious angle? You know, what are these mavericks doing? So, yeah, I might have to change that because it just, yeah, it sounds a bit weird if you properly analyse it and break it down. <laughs> what are they all doing there? It doesn't seem very maverick to all just squeeze into a toilet. Imagine telling your wife that or something. Just just driving three hours to, yeah, just chill in a toilet with some fellow Mavericks. So last episode, I called my little feature, my little meet the manager thing. I called it a homage. So I've only ever seen this, this word spelt. I thought it was a French word, you know, like French word for cheese, fromage. I thought it was, I thought it was a homage. So it turns out it's homage. So I was paying homage to meet the manager. So, yeah, I'd just like to release this statement. Something that I saw floating around on Twitter yesterday was the amount of people that were calling me a Tory. And I just want to 100% clear up right now that I am not a Tory. This, this even sounds like stupid for me saying this coming out of my own mouth. But the amount of tweets yesterday from people calling me a Tory, I feel like I just need to say in this video right now that is for sure... Not the case. I'm not a Tory. Little Game Week A recap, which will lead me into sort of the main talking points. And a little disclaimer, I'm a Salah owner, slash Salah keeper. So I feel fine going in two-footed on him. Like really, just really exposing how awful a pick he's been. So I feel fine doing that because I'm one of them. Even though you'd be right to do it as a non-owner, I feel fine to just really expose it. Just expose what I personally think is my biggest mistake in, in FPL in 10 plus seasons, given that I'm a fixtures player especially. But yeah, so just quickly recap my own game week. So pretty much can explain it on the Sunday. Saturday went fine, but I knew I've got no Chelsea players. And in my opinion, the best captain of the game week was playing the Sunday. So yeah. This might sound hindsight to a lot of people, but if I had Hazard and Kane on my team, I honestly would have captained Hazard. You know, the, the fresh man, I don't think his fixture was, I think it was pretty 50-50, the fixture. So I want the fresher, most informed man, and that's Hazard, not Kane. You know, Hazard's just, it, Chelsea have just played Molvidi with their reserve team, not, not Barcelona with their first eleven. So yeah, I had no Chelsea players and I thought I could cover Hazard for two weeks with Meza Ozil. So Ozil against Fulham, I thought this, you know, this is going to be, this is double figures. And yeah, we all know what happened there. 
So it's, it's happened two or three times to me this season. Players I'm really looking forward to, just no-shows and unreported injuries. So I had Zahar in that game against Southampton, unreported injury. I had Tompkins against Watford. Genuinely, one of the players I was looking forward to most because Watford really struggle on corners and set pieces and Tompkins is a huge set-piece threat. I thought this could be a cheeky, you know, 10-pointer, 11-pointer, or if he gets a clean sheet, maybe a 15-pointer. <laughs> he gets injured in the warm-up. Yeah, bringing Adam Smith's minus two into my team as well. But yeah, now Ozil. And yeah, Arsenal go and win 5-1. He, he's probably going to play 90 minutes in that match. You know, just by being on the pitch, he's going to be on about eight points minimum. So yeah, it reminded me of David Silva missing the Cardiff game when Man City won 6-0. You know, he, he could have had a huge score in that game. It's just it's so frustrating when they're your differentials. And yeah, it's hard enough fighting against Hazard. When when you don't even have a you don't even have a guy in the fight, you know I got Johnny's five points off my bench, but I'd much 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 rather have Ozil. And I just want, I wanted to watch that game. I was looking forward to sitting down and just watching that match. And yeah, so yeah, that was a shame. Uh, I still don't think it was a terrible pick. I think people now are after Lacazette because they recognise, you know, Arsenal are going to score a lot of goals this season. You know, why not Ozil? As far as I'm concerned, Ozil's the cheap route into that attack. Sort of the cheapest, most secure route to get the most minutes. So, yeah, that, that in my eyes, that was a justified pick. It was, I actually, I was thinking about Son as well, but I thought Ozil was a bit longer term. You know, Son was literally just for that one game, which, yeah, I was, I was a uneasy, a one-game punt. You know, for example, people bringing Kane in, Okay, I didn't expect a one-pointer. I thought maybe an eight-pointer, but that's too, it's too short-term. Anyway, so yeah, that's what happened on my Sunday. Bit of a car crash. So 55 points I finished on. Dropped to eighth in the FBL Toilet Mini League. Eighth doesn't sound that bad, but there's only eight managers in the league now. So yeah, I'm bottom. Atletico Timbo's kept his, his place at the top with a good game week. I think it was 70-plus. You know, Hazard captainer. So yeah, fair play. Fair play, not getting suckered into Kane. Um, right, some Hazard and Salah stats. So over the season now, Hazard is averaging four points per game more than Salah. It's four points per game, that, that's, that's a chasm. And then you, then you bear in mind, Hazard didn't even start game week one and two. So yeah, that's looking pretty grim already. But then this, this last four game week spell, this four game weeks we sort of earmarked as Liverpool's tough spell of the season. You know, Tottenham, Man City and Chelsea. So in that four game week spell, Hazard is eight points per game above Salah. Eight points per game in itself is a great score. You know, 32 points. But no, he's, he's that on top of what Salah has. On top of what Salah has when Salah had a home game with Southampton. You know, this this rotten-looking Southampton team, which Hazard exposed last game week. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty harrowing if you kept Salah. Uh, I just want to say, so yeah, Mane in that spell. That was the move I should have done four weeks ago. Mane to Salah. You would be 9.5 points per game better off with Hazard, Hazard over Salah. Sorry, Hazard over Mane. 9.5 points per game. It's incredible. 
So yeah, these are players you could have covered Salah with over the last four game weeks. So Hoiberg, you could have covered him with. Eric Dyer, you could have covered him with. So Eric Dyer reverse oop or just a defensive mid. And probably the worst one, considering considering the circumstances, you could have covered Salah with Mark Noble. Yeah, you could have covered him with a dead person. So you could cover the most expensive player in the game with a dead person. Okay? So I need to ram this home. A corpse can cover Mohamed Salah. Oh, where's the time machine when you need it? Because, yeah, honestly, it's the worst It's the worst move I've ever made in FPL, or the worst non-move. Oh, my God. So, yeah, my, my personal policy... It's not, a, it's not a policy, it's stupid. Look, if, if, you want, if you just want to get the most points in a season, there's, there's better pods out there. This is the idiot differential maverick pod. So my personal policy is, unless you 100% have to have a player, find the alternative. So yeah, Hazard was getting a bit popular. I tried to find the alternative. But no, I'm, I'm throwing the towel in. I'm having to get Hazard now. I think you have to have him. He's just looking, you know, he's looking at more than a million dollars. He is looking incredible. And yeah, 11.75 points per game this last spell. I'm not even sure that's overperforming. You know, 11 points for him, given how solid Chelsea's defence looks and how good he looks for bonus, that's just one goal. You know, I kind of, it's almost a minimum for him. So yeah, Hazard... Either for a hit this game week or for free next game week, he's coming in. I've admitted defeat there. He's got to come in. And that's the funny thing, actually. I say other people with Salah who don't have Hazard, and that's sort of the only way to get him in. So I'm, I'm going to get him on top of Salah, by the way. I'm going to hopefully redeem some points from Salah this next easy spell, even though, even if he scores a brace in each of the next two games. He's still been a failure. That's how far behind he is now. But yes, so this is kind of the problem. Looking at last season's Salah and last season's Man United, this is not the game week to do the move. You know, Hazard has Man United, Salah has Huddersfield. But on current evidence, you've still got to do it this game week. So I remember Simon March, I looked at him, get, I think on the FPL show, he said he was going to get Hazard for that Liverpool match. And I thought... You know, as a normally a fixtures player, I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, I was actually quest questioning a guy's one FPL. I thought, what, you know, why not wait a week? But you know, he he correctly recognised that it doesn't matter when you just you need this player, you need Hazard. So he's brought him in. And it turns out he got he got ten points as well, and he saved zero point three mil, whatever it is, by doing it a week earlier. And yeah, he sort of had that problem. He sort of solved that problem. So yeah, maybe I just need to do it for Man United. And just, yeah, he could easily get 10 points there. Because yeah, this season's Man United going 2-0 down after 10 minutes against uh, home to Newcastle. Uh, no offence to Newcastle, but they're not exactly raining goals lately, are they? You know, Kennedy had two shots against Man United. He, you know, he hadn't had a shot for five game weeks before that. So yeah, it's just a matter of when not if now thrown in the towel no Meza Ozil can't cover Hazard I mean 
Ozil's back spasm. I think the only back spasm Hazard's ever going to get is just carrying this Chelsea attack. He's that good. I think I think Hazard's so good in that Chelsea attack. I know I know, I've, I know some people are saying, well, how is Giroud starting every game? He's not scoring goals, but if Giroud scores zero goals this season and brings the best out of Hazard, I think he, he justifies his place. You know, he's sort of the, the Heskey role. So yeah, look, Hazard's your best player by that much. I think you've got yeah, you've got to. I don't know the word. You've got to fluff him with with Giroud. It justifies it on that alone. Right, I want to quickly give my dad a shout out because he got 79 points this game week. So he did really, really well. He was a hazard captainer. But I want to mention just that Bournemouth Watford match for him. So my, d- my dad used to be famous in these pods for, for Steve Cook, basically. So yeah, he benched Steve Cook. So he, he's, he's just started Steve Cook five game weeks in a row for five points combined. And then he's finally benched him and he's got six points. But the extra, extra context there is he went to that match as a Watford fan. He texted me the night before saying he's really looking forward to this match. So yeah, it absolutely pissed it down of rain for 90 minutes. Watford lost 4-0 with 10 men and he has Steve Cook on his bench. So the stats now are five points in five games in his eleven. And 26 points in three games on his bench. So yeah, the Steve Cook curse continues. Outtake of the month. So it's only the start of October. But I, th- I think it's already in the bag. I think it was my Wes Morgan clip last game week. Or my little... If you didn't know, I did a little top-up pod on Thursday. After the European games. Or after the Champions League games. Not the... Europa League games I thought Chelsea and Arsenal were going to sort of play fringe teams so it won't really matter which they did but yeah so I said if you've got nothing else to do in your team I think Bournemouth defenders to Wes Morgan is it you know is it is a a doable move and yeah Wes Morgan I sort of forgot that's why he's a stigma player because he's absolutely useless he's a stigma player for a reason so yeah he got minus points Bournemouth defence got you know, six points minimum. So yeah, that's that's fail of the month in the bag. Right, the whole Harry Kane debacle. So, so yeah, when I, when I made the move to get Kane, Ericsson wasn't ruled out yet. Ali wasn't ruled out yet. So yeah, then watching that Barcelona game, you knew that not just physically, but mentally and emotionally, Tottenham were going to be really jaded for that Cardiff game. It was that, you know, I'm not going to sell Kane before that game. But yeah, I suddenly, I didn't regret the move, but I thought, yeah, I might be relying on another penalty here because it didn't look great. Watching the highlights, I think Kane, I know people say he should have maybe scored the header, but I don't think so. I think the only thing he got unlucky to miss out on was an assist when the guy cleared, I think Lucas Moore is shot off the line. So yeah, you could say he should have got five points, but or four points because he got booked but yeah just I think that's something to take forward to the rest of the season that it's just freshness so Hazard was well rested going into that that match Kane Kane's not as scary as he once was I think that's that's part of it I think it's fear has crept in because I saw Jay Eggerstorf he brought in Kane 
after sort of he was umming and ahhing about it for a long time but I thought quite rightly it was going to be patient you know the window was the week before or not at all and yeah I thought you know good man you're going to resist but no I, I reckon I reckon he might not admit it but I reckon part of the reason he did it was because he got I think ridiculously unlucky last season selling Kane before back-to-back hat-tricks you know maybe one of those hat-tricks home to Southampton was sort of made sense but a hat-trick away to Burnley I'm sorry that is ridiculously unlucky to to sell just before that and I reckon it was a bit of a bit of pain a bit of yeah a bit of the past crept in there and sort of a bit of that fear not to be in that position again sort of yeah pushed him over the line and did made him do that move yeah I think maybe that's a little bit a little bit of that has crept into me as well with Salah. So Salah last season, I, so this was after things had already gone too wrong, and I was trying to sort of scramble and do things to to sort of to, to sort of rescue a good season. So I played my free hit just in a random single game week when I think Liverpool were playing Arsenal. So I got I got rid of Salah for that in my free hit. I got rid of Coutinho, for example, and yeah, I think they both got a goal and assist each, and. Another thing I did late in the season to try and, you know, just rescue points against against the crowd was I didn't captain Salah against Watford. So I, I captain Van Arnholt, Van I think he got seven points. But yeah, I didn't captain Salah against Watford. And yeah, Sod's Law, one of the only times I don't captain him, he gets by far and away his best score of the season. It was like 26 points or something, four goals and an assist. So yeah, I think a little bit of that has crept into me in terms of selling, not selling Hazard, when, uh, not selling Salah when I should have. So yeah, and I, my theory is a little bit of that crept into Jay, whether he'll admit it or not. I just, yeah, I think he got really unlucky then. And yeah, just to rub it in now, he di- he did the move, did the move again, or did the the other end of the, the the opposite move, and he still lost out. So yeah, the wrong side of history twice in a row, unbelievable. But no, just in general about the whole Kane thing, it's, it sort of annoyed me even more that people who was people were saying, "Oh, yeah, ideally I wanted Kane for this match, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm just going to have to settle on Hazard." I sort of deep down thinking, oh, like, ah, oh, you're going to have to settle with probably the better option. Like, ah, oh, oh, just take the hit, please take the hit, because yeah, it was the smart move, and yeah, it was the right move. Yeah, I, I thought I was relying on Cedric to help me out a bit with Hazard. But just watching the match, it was nothing to do with Cedric. Hazard was never really in his left wing position. He was central, he was drifting right. I don't think Cedric was ever really marking him the whole match. I mean, Hazard's goal, he sort of drifted pretty much to the right half of the pitch, centre forward position. And yeah, even more appeal there. He's just, no one knows who's, who, you know. Is, is it their job to pick him up? You know, who is it? He's just all over the shop in a good way. Right, that's my little pod there. Nothing really added, but I think I will post another pod near the end of the game week. Sorry, near the end of the international break, just to actually look at some specific players. But now, nah, I just wanted to have a little rant about Salah, pretty much. And yeah, admit that I'm throwing in the towel with regards to trying to avoid Hazard. What I'm, what I'm basically saying there is I think Hazard is essential.
dropped the e-bomb the big e-bomb even now he's up to almost 11 and a half I just think yeah nailed on penalties bonus goals assists he's just he's just looking the complete package and yeah Chelsea are looking great under Sarri yeah they look the real deal he looks the real deal even a thing as small as how many clean sheet points he's going to get this season it's only you know 20 points out of 200 plus he's going to get you know, it, it, all those little points do add up. Or two, two points a game week as captain. They do add up. I know that's a really dull odd thing to say, clean sheet points for a mid. But yeah. Anyway, enjoy the internationals. That's me done. Not the best one, but yeah, it is what it is. Ciao, ciao.